Hello and welcome to Dave Hill's Podcasting Incident with me, Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland and beyond. I once uh, got to uh, stick my mouth under the uh, soft serve machine at a Dairy Queen uh, just outside of Akron proper. That was only because I I jumped behind the counter when they were doing the drive-thru. Anyway, not proud of it. Facts are facts. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thank you for joining. <laughs> wow, I you know what it is, Chris? Yes. I uh I just came off a an aggressive uh I was trying to get where it worked. Lucy is um out cold. But right before we hit record on this incredible episode of Dave Hill's podcasting incident, now in its tenth, eleventh, I don't even know how many exhilarating years. Mm-hmm. Um, she was really full of gumption, so I was trying to tie her out so we could pot it up, you know. Yeah, pot that go. And it worked. She's totally uh, sitting here, sl- lying down, sleeping next to me, like out cold. Mm-hmm. It's really she. It's like a a toddler. You know, one second. I wish she was like that when we first started doing this. What are you Cause, saying? No, because like the first few, I remember the first few episodes we when we started recording, she was just like a nutcase. Just oh wouldn't. yeah, she wasn't into pod. She didn't really have the. She's gotten thing. so much. She she's was, gotten so used to it now. Oh yeah, she's a sweet sweetie. It can't be debated. Um, so yeah, she's uh, she's now on the couch and just sort of looking at me, just dealing with it basically. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do? Um, anyway, today we are, uh, doing one of our one-on-one, mano-a-mano, Chris and Dave episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, it's 7,000 degrees outside. (laughs) I'm in, um, my apartment. Really thought I was done with my air conditioner for the year, but no. Oh, fancy air conditioner. (laughs) No, I, I have air. I have an air. Do you have central air, Chris? Gerson? No, no. You have a unit. I have a unit. Who in New York City has central air? People, those. I bet Todd Barry does. I would I put my balls on it. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna. He ask seems him. like someone that lives in like an older apartment. No, you could not be more wrong. He's probably gonna get mad that I'm even talking about it. <laughs> I can't. Does he listen? Close. Does he listen to this? I doubt it. Yeah, he'll never know. But I don't think, uh, I don't think he'll know. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I I know a few people with uh, with uh, central air. Now me, I'm I'm more. I live in an old building, the one the one you assume Todd lived. But the reality is, I do. I live. You in do. The- it's never on when I'm over there, though. No, I only wasted on. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I know I'm not a big air conditioning guy. I do have it on now. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Just because uh, when once it pushes like past ninety, I start to freak out a little. Bit. Yeah. So uh, I do have it on today. So there. Um, but yeah, it's a sweltering one. It's Wednesday, 
when we're recording this, but this will come out Friday the 4th, mm-hmm. like clockwork. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will, when it comes out, we will have had a wild, hopefully a successful, in terms of good times and attendance and whatnot, uh, my New York party for my book, Parking the Moose, which is unleashed on an unsuspecting public, October 8th. Mm-hmm. Will I shut up about it soon, Chris? Probably not. <laughs> it's only this is only the beginning. Oh, it's only the beginning. But you know, my publisher wrote to me today because they are going. You know, they're they're coming in from the because since the book is Canadian themed, they're uh, it's handled out of the Toronto office uh-huh. of Penguin Random House, and so they're asking me. Like, hey, where do we get this and that and this and other thing around Manhattan? And I don't know if this is uh, telling of me or telling of the typical New Yorker, but I can't give them any answers. They're like, hey, where do we get ice? (laughs) I don't know. I know as well as you do. I don't know. Some store probably. But I truly have no idea. Where do you get ice? Delhi. Delis right? usually have ice. Oh, it's the deli. Uh, if you need me to bring ice, I can. I'll just, no, I'll no, hey, okay. whoa. Uh, no. Uh, and then beer. I don't even know where to get beer. I mean, you, I know where to get beer, but we want, we're going to have Canadian beer. So I'm like, we got to get, where are we going to get Canadian beer? What kind? Are you going to get like Molson, Labatt? I want to get, I guess we'll get some of that, but I can't, I, I kind of want to get, uh, you know, go a little fancy. Yeah. You know, get some of those Canadian craft brews happening. Yeah. But I don't know where to do that. I don't either. And it's in the South Street Seaport, right? So It's at McNally Jackson in the South Street Seaport, 4 Fulton Street, 7 p.m. Oh, it will have already happened. Right. I'm telling people something that's already happened by the time they're hearing this. Uh, this I feel like we, we keep recording these like the day before something. So, yeah. I mean, we, you know, you've been pushing it for a few weeks now, but... It's the 80s, it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... Well, yeah, because last time, in the last episode, we had Doug Gillard from God of My Voices and Not a Surf and also a brilliant solo artist. And then that night, we saw... You can say it, Chris. God of My Voices? Uh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> We saw I got nervous. I thought maybe I said the wrong band name. You thought it was going to be a trick question. No, we did see Guided by Voices. And how many times have you seen Guided by Voices? <sighs> I've seen them a bunch now. Um, I saw them right before they, they broke up their the initial time in like 04 or something. And then... Um, I probably saw them right around then too. Yeah, and then uh, when they got back together in like 2011, I saw them like five or six times. Mean with the classic lineup? The classic lineup, yeah. Wait, did they they broke up for that long? Yeah, they were done for like six or seven years or something. Really? Yeah. This is wild. And then he brought that lineup back, and they released like a bunch of albums in a very short period of time, and then they broke up again. Yeah, which I think, <laughs> no offense to anyone in the classic lineup, but I think that was a good move. I do. I mean, after so seeing I guess on, it's hard not to take offense at what I just said. <laughs> I mean, the lineup we saw them on Friday, they were great. Doug Gillard, Kevin March. 
Yeah, yeah, but the classic lineup. There's uh some some uh, very sloppy playing in that lineup. <laughs> I, can I think that's kind of the point of it, but yeah, yeah, I mean it's you know. I don't accept sloppy playing. Mm-hmm. Ask anyone that's ever been in a band with me. The only one that gets away with sloppy playing is me. <laughs> you run a tight ship, I imagine. I run a t- oh, it's oh, it's very tight. Yeah, but the show was great. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, though I, uh, you know, I probably shouldn't be admitting this sort of thing publicly, but I, I think I've only seen an entire Guided by Voices concert once. Mm-hmm. I saw them on the Alien Lanes tour mm-hmm. at Peabody's Down Under with Chavez. Nice, my buddy Matt Sweeney. Oh, nice. And uh, I love Chavez. I've seen them a few times too. Yeah. And it was those two bands, as I recall, and I saw the whole show. But then since then, and I I only think that I saw the whole show. I can't say for sure whether I did. Mm-hmm. I may not have, but I think I did. How did they sound back then? Were they like a tight act or is it kind of? I think they were. Yeah, as I recall. Yeah. Oh, um. You know who turned me on to Chavez? Our friend uh, Patrick Salt Ryan. Oh, yeah? He was like, do you know Chavez? And I was like, no. He's like, you need to get into Chavez. And I did. And then they, I don't know if they if they ever broke up, but they played a couple shows like in New York City like shortly after. So. Go figure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but but the, the other times... Uh, Patrick saw Ryan. We didn't just for context. Musician, uh, mm-hmm. bartender, man about town, mm-hmm. uh, dearly departed, died a few years ago. Great mm-hmm. man. Um, and uh, but uh, just for context, uh, who we're talking about? Yeah. Um, but uh, guided by voices. Yeah. You, and you can edit. I'm rambling a little bit. I'm 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 on a lot of medication. No. Um, the, yeah, I've never lasted a full show since then. Yeah, to my, to my knowledge, they're which long. Is not, it's not there. It's not them. It's me. Yeah, I'm. I'm too. Uh, I rock. I like to think I rock. Let's be clear, but um, I uh, I have my limits. My yeah. my ear. I my ears start to go. Like, at some point, I'm like, I can't handle getting yeah. by an amplifier any longer. It is a lot of rocking. Um, yeah, it's weird, because, like, the Grateful Dead will play for three hours, but they played maybe, like, three songs. Yeah. <laughs> three hours, and then I think I, I think he said there were 57 songs on the set list last week. So um, I left after 46 songs. Yeah, yeah. Because I looked at the set list. Uh, for confirmation. Yeah, and then I I left about a half hour after you, and they were still playing. Um, but I must not have missed. I must That's not have crazy. Missed much. Yeah. It, it took me two hours to get home from there too. So really? Yeah. It's a long trek. That two hours in one direction. Two hours in one direction. Oh my gosh! Does that include walking and yeah. stuff? Yeah. 
it was pretty far from the train, and then you know it was in Bay or uh, Sunset Park. And I live in Forest Hills. So that's it's a journey. Don't, someone, some don't say that out loud. <sighs> come and kill you. No. <laughs> yeah, they. Let's see. Let, let's confirm this. This is a bonus content for all <laughs> the middle-aged white dudes listening. I stayed, and this is maybe someone's going to be like, "That's I can't believe you." But I, as I left, they were playing. I am a scientist, yeah. which I know is a big hit. So, uh, what's wrong? Yeah, with I thought it was a little weird you were leaving during that song. Um, power move. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. I mean, there's so many great songs that I was like, you know what? I'm gonna miss some great songs, but I'll see them again. Yeah, it was the thing. It was like I kept saying, like, all right, I'll leave if I if I'm not really too familiar with the next song, and they just kept playing songs like they played Glad Girls, they played. Uh, Oh man! Wait, they played. Of... They played Glad Girls while you were there. I think so. Oh no, no, no! Well, not Glad Girls. Because uh, um, I was gonna say. No, no, no! Chasing Heather crazy. No, no, no! no they played, they that, played that way earlier. They um, but because the last song, according to my intel, was Glad Girls. Oh. Maybe and uh, if every <laughs> no middle-aged white guy listening right now isn't rock hard, then I then I'm not doing my job. Well, I was there. The oh, right after teenage FBI, that's when I left. That's when I left. That was it. And it was great because someone started crowd surfing right during that song. All right, then okay, then you saw fifty songs. Yeah. All right, this all checks out. Mm-hmm. Um. Off topic, I only say this because I was looking up their set list on the website, which is also called Set List. Um, and there was a picture of Bon Jovi, which uh, awakened a recent memory, which is to say just a few days ago. There's a restaurant in my neighborhood where I don't want to say what restaurant it is because I don't want everyone going there and trying to. But I, I've seen Elvis Costello in there. Yeah, a few times. Um, and so I was talking to someone. I was at the restaurant the other day, and I was just making conversation. I said, "Hey, has Elvis Costello been in lately? So I haven't seen them there in a couple months, maybe." Mm-hmm. And they said, "No." Uh, and then I said, oh, "And I was asking, oh, how often does he come?" They said at least twice he has been there with, and you'll never guess who. Uh, can I guess? Yeah, guess. You'll be here. You'll be guessing all day. Mori Povich. Oh, that's it. It was Mori Povich. No, you're close. What's your next guess? Um, man, Felicia Rashad. Not bad. No, John Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah, I should have. Isn't that surprising? You wouldn't think that Elvis Costello and John Bon Jovi are hanging out together, but you'd be wrong if you thought they didn't hang out, because they apparently do. That's an unlikely uh, duo there. So, you know, some people are going to say, what's the big deal, Dave? They're both world-famous musicians. Mm -hmm. But I would never guess that they would be buddies, but I guess they are. 
that's weird. Don't that just this rocks my world. Well, can we mention uh, your your new friend? Can we get into that or no? Yeah, we can. I I we it was hinted at. Uh, I uh, I saw TLC last week. Uh, they played a, a private show in New York City, and through crazy circumstances, I ended up getting to go to the show, and I met TLC, the remaining, the living, mm-hmm. you know, Chili and T-Boss. Uh, mm-hmm. Lisa Left Eye Lopez is no longer with us, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, and it was uh, amazing. And Can they only were imagine. How many people were there? It was at the the PlayStation Theater, which oh, holds yeah. how many? However many people that holds. What is that? Pretty big. Yeah, I don't know. I want to say at least a thousand. Maybe. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But it was full, and every and I went. Let me be clear. By myself, and uh, which I I'm, I go to shows all the time. <laughs> Hey, Lou Bear, we're podcasting. Good girl. Thank you. Thank you for keeping us safe. I'll, I'll say, I'm in the middle of a, a, a TLC-based story, Lucy. <laughs> Two things, and, you know, she's she's four and a half now, roughly. And uh, she's stepped up her security game considerably. Uh-huh. And the other game that she has stepped up is pee sniffing. Oh, yeah. Can't get enough of this stuff. Just peeing. Uh, if someone's, if something is covered in pee, she, she wants basically. <laughs> Which is most of the pavement in New York City. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she's all about it. But um, anyway, yeah. So I went. I went by myself, and I love TLC, and they were just playing t-ball with the hits all night long. Not unlike Guided by Voices. <laughs> and uh, and so my week was bookended, as discussed, teal with TLC and GBV. And I challenge anyone out there to tell me they have seen TLC and Guided by Voices in the same week. In the same week as I have. Probably you no one on Yeah, you might be the only person ever but um and it's worth what i was going to say about the guided by voices show aside from it was also great was both shows not to brag vip (laughs) treat um which i enjoy as a as a z-list celebrity i do enjoy special treatment whenever i can get it so but this is what drove me crazy at the Guided by Voices show is because I always think like if people are in the VIP section and I wasn't even sure I wanted to go in the VIP section because it just kind of puts you up a little higher and on the side and then everyone mm-hmm. can see you. Not that anyone gives a shit about yeah. me, but, um, you know, I don't like to I like to blend in the crowd. And then you're like, look at me. I'm in the VIP section. <laughs> I don't like to be, be in a VIP section in that way where people can be like, you son of a bitch. Right. right. Um, give me the finger or whatever. But the one thing that always mystifies me with people in the VIP section 
as I, as I so often am, Chris, is I always think people are going to be like pretty reserved and not uh, take out their phones and take video of the show because I think it's disrespectful, right. disrespectful to the artist and for everyone else trying to watch the show. Mm-hmm. But sure enough, it happens all the time. And I was, was surprised by that. I was like, oh, maybe they hired them to film it. But yeah, I don't um, think that was the case. No one hires someone to film something on a phone. And if they did, right. they get ripped off. Yeah. But totally. when it was driving me crazy, because every time God of High Voices would play like one of their more popular songs, like two or three middle-aged white dudes would stand up and giddily film the whole song on their phone. <laughs> Like ruining the perfect view that we had too. Yeah, we it was it was wasn't ever gonna get better. Yeah, they were getting in our way, and then also like, when are you gonna watch this? Never. Yeah. Just enjoy yourself. It's gonna sound like shit too. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I'm enraged. I'm enraged all over again. Anyway. What other VIP sections have you been in? Oh, name a VIP section, Chris, and I have VIP'd in it. Guns what do you mean? You? Uh, no. <laughs> just a uh, band, I guess. What else? Oh, band? Yeah. Well, it's hard to say. Was the VIP treatment as a result of, uh, like, I don't know. I, I guess, I don't, uh, I saw a ghost in the VIP section. Ooh. I saw, uh, I don't know. Pretty much any time I go to most venues in New York, I mean, come on. <laughs> Z-list celebrity rolling up to a show in New York, usually. But I don't know, you know, because I'm a man of the people, Chris, I don't always stand in the VIP section. Yeah. You don't have access to the VIP section. Yeah. It's fun to uh, just go there and, you know, have a seat if you have to. If you can. You know, I'm getting on in my years. Mm-hmm. I like to have a seat when I can. Yeah. Sometimes. But uh, I don't know. A lot of shows. But, you know, it's only because I know people who work at venues. It's not because yeah. it's not even because of my Z-list celebrity. <laughs> and I know people in the bands and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, again, very little to do with my Z-list celebrity, which sometimes, is global. Sometimes, sometimes you are in the band. Sometimes I am in the band. <clears throat> for better or for worse. <laughs> but um, enough about all that. Speaking of, you have a Witch Taint is playing some more shows, right? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Witch Taint is playing November 22nd at Mercury Lounge over there on Houston Street in New York City with the Chris Lee Band. Our buddy Chris used to have a band called Supergroup. He still does, actually. And uh, and so his solo band is going to play with us. And then we're playing December 18th at St. Vitus. Nice. And then that full album comes out Valentine's Day of next year on TP Records. Awesome. Sons of Midwestern Darkness. I can't wait. Boom. I've been listening to it a lot over the past few months. but Don't get sick of it. No, I won't. Be hard it has, to. It has it all. I think Valentine's Day. That's a good. That's a good day to release it. Too. Valentine's Day Massacre, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Um, 
so yeah that's exciting and then uh start my book tour next week and then i'll be over in the uk in november doing some stand-up shows and there you have it what 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 uh what do you got coming down the pike oh my my buddy matt riser and i um we are doing a a halloween show on halloween night and we we got permits to do this out in uh in union square oh i love it already (laughs) we're gonna do this uh really weird stand-up showcase out there um at 6 p.m halloween night union square just look for the guy dressed in makeup and he's like screaming at people will that uh, be you chris that won't be me i'm just i'm just helping organize it oh but uh it's gonna be really fun. I know Carmen Lagala is gonna be on it. From uh, she's been on Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Frank Conniff is gonna do a set from uh, Mystery Science Theater. Excellent. So if you're looking for something to do before you go to the parade or to uh, you know a costume party, or whatever, that should be really fun. And you're you're gonna be right in the thick of it. That's bold. To yeah. Us. Good for you. Well, we found out it, it's not that hard to get a permit to, to, to do like an outdoor performance somewhere, uh, like with an amplifier. So, um, yeah, we just kind of jumped on it. Um, well, I look forward to that. Mm-hmm. I'll swing by Guitar Center, then I'll cruise over to your show. Oh, yeah. What else do we have on the docket? I have some, uh, I don't know if we want to do the crime blotter now, but I have some uh, crimes locked and loaded. Let's do it. Because, uh, oh, all right. This is the crime blotter in which we take a look at some of America's lesser crimes, which just so happen to have taken place in northeastern Ohio. That's right, where I'm from. Are you ready, Chris? I am, yeah. Brexville, Ohio. Sounds like paradise, doesn't it? How far away is that from your uh, hometown? No idea. No, uh, I don't know. I would say about 20 minutes, 25 minutes from where I grew up in University Heights, mm-hmm. the main streets of University Heights. Mm-hmm. Um, so speeding duct taped car leads police to Akron man with warrant. I could have told you that whenever you see a car that's duct taped, you know, uh, crime is going on. Yeah. I don't know. That's it. I shouldn't make such judgments. But warrant on Interstate 77 on September 6th. That's uh, roughly uh, almost a month ago. It's an old case. Police observed a speeding tan SUV. Who gets a tan SUV? <laughs> That's gross. Like a big ace bandage going down the highway. My parents had a tan SUV in the 90s. Really? Did it have like wood paneling on it or anything? Uh, no, it wasn't like a minivan. It was like a legit SUV, but it was like that gross tan color. Ugh. Okay. Speeding tan SUV on a ice Interstate 77. The officer said the Chevrolet Blazer. Is that what your parents had? No, I think it was a Plymouth. Okay. Had duct tape covering a side window. When the officer approached the SUV, he noticed that the sunroof was also heavily duct taped. 
the Akron driver who was shaking and nervous, oh, this none of this is good, said the blazer belonged to his mother. He said the duct tape was due to previous broken windows that, that had occurred during theft attempts. I'm not buying it. The officer also noted that the driver's door was bolted shut. This guy was firing on all cylinders. When told that the man could go on his way if his license came back clean, the driver admitted that he didn't have one. It turned out he had a warrant from the Bath Township Police Department. He was arrested and held for transport. Wow. I don't know. Driving hope, without a license. I'm kind of rooting for him. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. Mm. But I hope he's okay. I have a confession to make, actually. Oh, um, my God. What you, I know. This is chilling. What well, are you no, going to say? My wife and I, we went camping a couple weeks ago. Oh, and, yeah. How was that? Uh, it was amazing. We had a great time. It was, it was super fun. And we had like the whole campground to ourselves, so it was even better. What do you do when you go camping? See, that's what I was concerned about, because like, there's hiking, which is fun. But uh-huh. outside of that, um, I was like, what are we going to do? And then we got there, we set up and everything, and it was like, you know, we made, we cooked dinner, and then we just like sat around a fire. And like, that's, you're basically just hanging out in the woods. That's all you, that's all camping is. And you just talk and stuff? Yeah, you just talk. Have chit-chat? Chit-chat. We made s'mores. We told ghost stories. All the classics. Just the two of you told ghost stories to each other? (laughs) Yeah, and then we found some podcasts that are just, like, meant to be listened to around a campfire. I love it. That was fun. And then, uh... But anyway, we... So we drove... (laughs) Drove up there, and I realized my license expired... Uh, back in April, mm-hmm. didn't didn't this did not occur to me until the night before we were going camping, and uh, you know we we're borrowing my parents' car, and I was like, well, I don't want to tell my wife this because she's gonna not want to get in the car with me, so I just kept it from her. Told her the second that we dropped the car back off, I was like, hey, you know, uh, my license has been expired this whole time. Oh my gosh, was she enraged? No. She was like, I'm glad you didn't tell me because I would have been pissed. When did your license expire? Back in April. Oh, April, May, June, July, August. Yeah. I looked it up. You have six months. Yeah. Well, that and but it's also like the fines are it's like a $75 fine. Like you don't go to jail or anything. Wouldn't have been the end of the world. Yeah. So I was like, if I get pulled over, then I'll just, you know, whatever, pay the fine. Yeah. But. So you were past the six-month limit? I think so, yeah. Um, Because I I was renting a car and my license was expired. And the guy was like, your license is expired. And I said, well, no, I have six months. He said, no, you don't. It's expired. (laughs) And I said, no, you have six months from expiration to renew it. Uh He says, well, why does it have the expiration date then? Like he was just having a debate. He didn't know. And I was like... I understand your concern. However, I come to you today as a man who has researched the subject. <laughs> and you will rent me a car today, good sir. And then Did it work? Like, yeah, he's like, oh, okay. Oh my god, that's like a Jedi mind trick. Well, I was just like, yeah, I know. Are you sure it's six months? I thought when I looked it up it said 60 days. Oh, it might be. Who knows? Well, Whatever way, it was. You got away with it. I well, whatever it was, I was in the right, and I just said, I figured this might happen, 
but let me tell you, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I'm not, I, I don't keep, I generally don't keep things for my wife, but I was like, but this is going to ruin the whole trip. If I tell her, she's not going to want to get in the car with me. Couldn't she just drive, or she doesn't drive? Her license expired as well, like a while ago. And uh, so really, she's to blame, too. Sounds like she's to blame as much as you are. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. Sounds like you both better get your shit together real fast. I know. Well, it's like we drive maybe twice a year, so it doesn't even occur to me. Yeah, I could see that. Um, do you want to hear another crime? Yeah. This one, uh, I'm not even sure what to make of this, but it's in University Heights, where I'm from. Two men arrested for setting tree lawn fire on the University Heights police blotter. Criminal damaging Warrensville Center Road. This, without question, had to have been right near where I grew up because Warrensville Center Road only goes like half a mile in either direction in University Heights. Mm. So walking distance to my home. So this is beyond chilling. At 1.15 a.m. September 29th, a few short days ago, police received a report of a brush fire burning on a tree lawn. Officers investigated and arrested two men for setting the fire. Charged with criminal damaging were a mentor man, 21, and Wadsworth, a Wadsworth resident who are currently living near the location of the fire. Now I'm not a detective. I would... Oh, oh boy. Yep, okay. Anyway, I think they were college students. Yeah. Attending John Carroll University. They probably lived there and were like, hey, we're drunk. Let's set a fire on the tree lawn. See where that gets us. <laughs> That's what I think probably happened if I had to. Also, in the photo of the, the place where I'm reading this, there's a photo of the University Heights police, like a an SUV car they use I guess to patrol the mean streets of University Heights where I grew up mm-hmm. I swear to you Chris I know this is commonplace now but when I was in high school they didn't have all police cars were just cars do you remember this like well, yeah they were just like uh, just like regular like Toyotas yeah they didn't have uh, like SUVs, SUVs. yeah and when I was, I swear, in high school, I was like, you know what? The police should get SUVs because that will scare people more. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, here we are, 2019. <laughs> what are they doing? SUVs. They are scary. They're intimidating. I think it's the height. Yeah, you see them and you're like, oh my God. That could be a mom bringing her kids home from school or... Um, <laughs> But every, I mean, granted, SUVs are everywhere now. Let's be clear. Mm-hmm. Still. Um, but uh, let's let's see if I can find another uh, chill. I need a better. Let's be honest, Chris. No. Yeah. These crimes have kind of sucked so far. <laughs> Got to find one that involves like public intoxication or something, or theft. I always like the theft ones. Um, I'm always fascinated by the lengths people go to to steal things, and it's usually like 
it's nothing big. It's always like, you know, like a steak from a supermarket or something. Mother-son duo nabbed in church and, and purse snatching spree. Here we go. Ooh, a mother and a son. I mean, that you get it already in the headline. But I think this might interest you. Trick or treat suspect skedaddles with skittles. Middleburg Heights police blotter. Middleburg Heights, uh, lovely place to grow up. Theft, Bagley Road. Police went to Speedway, that's a gas station, at 10 p.m. September 15th on a report of a man who repeatedly walked into the gas station and left carrying boxes of items. As police arrived, they found the suspect's car leaving the premises. Police followed and stopped the car on Interstate 71, excuse me, where the suspect was the front seat passenger. He admitted to stealing several boxes of candy from the gas station. The man also had an outstanding warrant. The store manager initially was unaware of any theft, but when she looked among the shelves, she noticed several boxes of candy missing. The missing candy... And this is, uh, oh boy, get ready for it. She noticed several boxes of candy missing. The missing candy included Skittles, Milky Way, Sweet Tarts Rope Bites, Hershey Milk Chocolates, Butterfingers, and Gummy Lifesavers. That's... I don't mean... Those candy... Hershey Milk Chocolates and Butterfingers are the only ones on that list that don't suck, in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a weird selection. I would have I gone mean, for uh, some Sour Patch Kids. Um, those suck, too. Come on. <laughs> no, they don't. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm like into, uh, you know, Kit Kat, Snickers, uh, mm. Heath Bar, Butterfinger, as mentioned. Chocolate. Um, chocolate, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, holy smokes. <laughs> holy smokes. I hope he doesn't have kids. All the candy was just for himself. Who would, who would do that? What kind of monster is out there? I don't know, man. That's sometimes, really. Sometimes you got to stock up on candy and payday's not for another couple weeks, so. I guess. Do you get trick-or-treaters in the village? Uh, not me personally, but, um, yeah, they're out there. I mean, they, they, I don't know where they go. They go to, like... They go to, like, delis and stuff, right? <clears throat> yeah, and, like, people sit on their front steps and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, people do it. Just not me personally. Yeah. Because of my hatred of children. No, uh, no, I don't know. I would do it, but I just let, let me be clear. I don't. I would. Um. But uh, yeah. Do you, do you dress up for Halloween? Uh, sometimes. I know this is gonna make me sound like I'm not the funnest guy alive, but I think because I perform so much that yeah. I I don't by the time Halloween rolls around I'm kind of like oh I gotta put something on again I feel like I'm always 
you know, wearing costumes, as it were. <laughs> so, I, I, uh, I don't always. I'm not like crazy about it. How yeah. about you? Uh, I, I don't think I have the past couple of years, but yeah, usually my wife and I would do something. I Ooh. like. I don't like dislike it. I'm just yeah. like, crazy about it. I'm not crazy. We, we were Wayne and Garth one year, and that was fun. Um, I'd like to see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, the problem in the past is I've lost some weight, but in the past, it's like any time I picked a costume, it was like, I'm this character plus 50 pounds. You know? Like, I'd be like Han Solo plus 50 pounds. It's just kind of depressing, so... You lost 50 pounds? Yeah. Oh my gosh. How did you do it? I stopped drinking alcohol. That's all you did? Pretty much, yeah. That's wild. I know. Well, when you work in a bar... Yeah, there's just stuff to drink. Though, I, a lot of beer. I, don't, I don't work in a bar, but I seem to find stuff to drink. Mm-hmm. As well. Um... But wow, congratulations. Thank you. I didn't realize you had lost that much. Yeah, it was about a year ago, and I've kept it off. Nice. So, yeah. Kudos. Yeah, when we first met, I was, I was, uh, I think I was at my peak. <laughs> really? Like five years ago, yeah. I mean, I've certainly noticed weight loss, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But uh, I didn't realize it was that substantial. Yeah. Yeah, I was 225 at my peak. It seems crazy. But... So you're just a tiny little man now. <laughs> kind so of, you weigh no. 175 now? Yeah, you know, I go up to 180 sometimes, but it's usually between 175 and 180. You're just a tiny little fella. Uh-huh. Well, how much do you weigh, do you want to say? You're also you're taller than me. I don't mind saying that, um, I don't know, I think I probably weigh... I only weigh myself once a year. I probably weigh like 168 or 70 or something. Really? I had to guess. I mean, I, I, that's brought roughly what I was two months ago. Yeah. And I think I probably weigh roughly the same. The lowest I weighed was like 160, but I was, I was too skinny. Yeah. Everyone is terrible. Everyone is really worried. Does Dave have a cocaine problem or what? Everyone's like, oh my God. TMZ was all over you. Oh, everybody. No, I I went on a diet and then I uh, just didn't know like what I weighed. And then then I woke up one day and I was was like, oh, that's probably too much. What's your peak? Uh, I probably like one ninety. Yeah, I'm guessing. But who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you don't know because you weren't keeping track. Yeah, wasn't really keep, But I'm guessing maybe like one ninety. I don't know. I was like, think getting bit much. I was getting bigger and not realizing mm-hmm. how big I was getting. Uh. I guess, because, you know, it's hard to say, you know, when you're just like drinking beer and eating ice cream all the time. Yeah. Then one day you're like, oh, none of my clothes fit. 
Yeah, that's the worst. This is the best part about losing weight is all these all the clothes you had to stop wearing you can now wear again. Yeah, you're like, I can wear any sexy little outfit I have. Anything around the house. Just slap it on. Start prancing about. Don't mind if I do. Bust out the skinny jeans. Oh, yeah. Um, we have some listener questions. Should we go through? Let's answer those. those. Yeah, okay. let's, because uh, we're getting, uh, where does the time go? Mm-hmm. We're, but we're getting there. Um, so we uh, put a call out in the Facebook group, Dave Hill's Facebooking Incident, whichever one should join. Yeah. Also, please rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. And support us on pa- Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Dave Hill. Um, so the first question comes from Jenny Weinert. She says, uh, happy anniversary. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. We, did we even mention? I don't think we did. We've been talking for almost <laughs> coming up on 50 minutes. And we forgot to mention that it's, yeah, been one year since we, uh, since we relaunched. Dusted off. Yeah. Dave Hill's podcasting incident and uh, brought it back to an unsuspecting <laughs> and occasionally uninterested uh, public. Yeah. But um, it's been a wild ride. Oh, it's totally wild ride. Mm-hmm. Unpredictable. Yeah. I feel like the show has evolved. It's become something different than it was. It's become its own thing. Yeah. It's uh, been uh, a different sort of acquired taste. <laughs> yeah. the, what the common thread is, it's still not for everybody. <laughs> this much we know. Yeah, it's it's quite you know in keeping with everything I do. Mm-hmm. Not for everybody. Um, well, thank should, you, Jenny. That wasn't a question. But. Thank you, Jenny. That was just a. Uh, Jen, does Jenny have a last name? Can we say Jenny Weinert? Oh, thank you, Jenny Weinert. Um. All right, here's a question from Wade Snook. Wade says, hi, Dave. Oh, that son of a bitch. I'm sorry, go ahead. He says, hi, Dave. I often see you posting videos on Instagram of yourself running. What are you running from, Dave? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, Death, I guess, maybe. <laughs> um, My inner voice. Yeah, the scary inner voices. I think maybe. Do you run every day? No, I wish I did, but uh, because of my four-legged roommate, oh yeah, um, I I don't because you know I spend so much time exercising her that it kind of cuts into my own. Uh, running time, but when I travel, when I'm on the road, I do run. You know, but uh, when I when I travel, I run quite a bit because yeah. uh, I don't have her with me. So, yeah, it gives me the time to do it. So and my favorite thing to do, I don't want to say favorite because I actually kind of hate it, uh, is to go running in it in a different town um, yeah. and especially a new city. And that way you can kind of, uh, you know check out a bunch of cool stuff yeah it's a good way to see a new in a fast in a fast way you know you run out and you're like oh 
because it you know you're it's just it, you're moving faster than when yeah. you're walking it's just science yeah i usually like to bike in a new city because that's a yeah great way. same thing so yeah you cruise around and then you make little notes be like oh i would like to stop back here mm-hmm. for a hot toddy later or whatever doesn't have to be a hot toddy can be um yeah that sort of thing so I'm going to be in Canada next week, and I'm just going to be running like the wind. Where in Canada? I'm going to Toronto and Montreal next week. Oh. Yeah, I love Montreal. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful city. Mm-hmm. Beauteous. That should be fun. Totally. Okay, um, moving on. Okay, but but thank you, Jenny. Oh, yeah. Well, Wade asked that question. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, I know, but fuck him. <laughs> No, just kidding. Thank you, Wade. Uh, I don't know if I answered it really, but yeah, I no, you said, did. I said stuff after it was asked, and that's yeah. really all gonna that's be all, That's all we have to do, really. Okay, yeah. uh, I'm probably gonna get this name wrong, but Gabor Antelix, I believe. Oh yeah, of Philadelphia and surrounding areas. He asks, David, is it true that an American elk is just a Canadian moose with a college education? I think that's that checks out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd say so. That's that's true. How is an elk different from a moose? Is it the? No one knows. I antlers. mean, I'm gonna go antlers on that one, and also uh, elk moose difference. Uh, they look identical. The moose has a long bulbous nose. Yeah, when with a bell. And yeah, they look, they're not the same animal, I think, is the answer. Yeah. Basically. Are moose and elk, moose is the largest of all deer. So I guess a moose is a kind of deer. All right. I didn't fully know that. Oh, I didn't know that either. I thought it was his own sassy, brassy thing, but I stand corrected. Um, So there we go. But yeah, if you look up pictures of a moose and a deer together or no a moose and an elk i should say uh you realize it's insane to think that they are the same animal yeah could not be uh (laughs) more different yeah all right we got one last question here we really nailed that one yeah you're welcome before uh michael lawless michael lawless of queens yeah okay trying to remember his dangerous snake's name i believe it's michael who hates the law so much it's in his name damn it how's that for hating laws that sounds pretty right on yeah that's just for memory i'm not sure that sounds pretty right i mean he's a good man uh michael asks any plans for Metal Grasshopper Season 2 on YouTube or a podcast version? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, Metal Grasshopper, for the listener who may be unaware, is a web series I did... Uh, I'm guessing, when would it have been? That was a while ago, right? 2014, maybe? No. I don't know, 2014 or 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a while ago. 
um, me, it was me and Phil Anselmo from Pantera and Down and Supergiant Ritual and Philip Anselmo, H. Anselmo and the Illegals. He has multiple, uh, and N minor, he has many bands. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we did this web series uh, and uh, we were, t- we, I, I would like to do it again. I don't, I don't know that it'll happen given our schedules and we're both busy doing different stuff, but, um, mm-hmm. who knows anything is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll, you know, we, we, we have talked about doing it again, but, um, probably just come down to when our schedules, the stars align. I had a super fun time doing it and to this day people all literally all over the world come up to me yeah and say how much they enjoy it so i was just in paris france for example <laughs> and i was at i mean usually within the context of like being at a metal show so it's, that's usually more often what right. happened but i was at a show in paris and a guy came up and he said excusez-moi uh and said how much he liked Metal Grasshopper. So, anyway. So, who knows? No plans at the moment, but maybe. Yeah. Maybe down the line. Who knows? Life's crazy. Um, do we have any more hot questions? That's it, actually. All right. Well, we're probably... I think we're right there. We're probably right there. We'll probably give you a little... Um, you know, what's crazy... Before we go, let's say, uh, well, thank you for everyone for listening. Um, And thank you, Chris, as always. Mm -hmm. We got to encourage everyone to listen to our other podcasts, History Fluffer, and also the new one, So You're Canadian, the podcast on which I only talk to Canadian people, and that's on the Maximum Fun Network. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe to all three of these podcasts, and don't you know? Don't listen to any other podcasts. Uh, no, you should listen whatever you want, and then uh, support us if you can at Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Dave Hill. Um, and then by the time you hear from us next on this podcast, my book, Parking the Moose, will be. <laughs> available yeah. in all formats well hardcover and audiobook um, there's still time to pre-order right and get those numbers up so, oh yeah yep and um so please please do all of that stuff and yeah pick up the book buy several copies for your loved ones mm-hmm. and even some people you're not exactly crazy about um and uh, yeah, but but in order now, so I, I need to make a bestseller list before I die, just so yeah. I can feel feel I've done something while on Earth. Um, can I make a prediction? I think you're gonna do it. Oh, that's a nice prediction. Thank you, I Chris. Think, I think it's gonna happen. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. The the thing, the good thing is this being my third book. I'm uh, my uh, my expectations are realistic. <laughs> I know my place in this world. I've come to accept that what I do on all platforms is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. But it's for enough people. <laughs> well, your I'm last your last two going. books were great. Well, thank you so, so much. So I think, uh, you know, 
you're going to be on a roll. I'm only halfway through the, the new one, but but it's uh it's a real page turner, I bet. It's it's great. I love it. Oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. It really takes a wild turn. I can't. At the wait. End. It's going to it's like a M Night Shyamalan. You know, <laughs> oh, really? Of books, yeah. Parking the moose. Go get it, please. Yes. All right. Should um, we go out? Should we go out on Parking the Moose the oh, song? Oh, let's do it. Let's play Parking the Moose the song. One more time. We'll see you next week, everybody. Okay. Goodbye. We did it. Parking the Moose. It's my book about Canada. No matter where you are, I think you should read it. Parking the Moose. My grandpa was from Canada So I decided to uncover My incredible Canadian roots I traveled through Canada near and far I ate more poutine than 10,000 rocket Richards That's a lot of cheese curd Parking the Moose It's my book about Canada It's a fascinating country It's easy to see I could have written 50 chapters On just getting Lee Parking the moose. Parking the moose.